Three guys and no bear will get you through the pandemic. <laughs> I think now, or maybe not. <laughs> football. Dirt. It might happen. We might have football next year. Yeah. I mean, if the Miami Dolphins and Bengals have taught us anything, it's that football can be played in front of empty stadiums. <laughs> yeah, you know, so. for a second, I thought you were going to talk about the Mayans, as if there was some sort of Mayan prophecy about this. And I, you know, honestly, at this point, I'm willing to listen. Rob, you're getting great uh, reception <laughs> down there in that cave. How's oh, my! Yeah, oh, right, you sorry. never came yeah. out of the cave. <laughs> oh, uh, I think you're just talking in the Dolphin Stadium right now. It's yeah. echoing. <laughs> yeah, if we've learned anything from from Miami, is that you can actually have a football team made out of a complete dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really great. Um, I wouldn't. I think we've also learned that Bear has just gone. Uh, he's vanished because with Tom Brady gone and half the Patriots team, uh, I think they've plummeted into the dark ages. He refuses to face me, Coach. I've tried <laughs> to get him on the show again and again. Yeah, he's just and, like, oh, uh, we got company. It's like Rob. Yeah. Nobody's allowed to leave houses. He's like, yeah, this company's over, and yeah. they're going to know. they're going to Disney World or something <laughs> like that. And it's like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh really he's just in his basement crying constantly I, I will i have you i will have both of you know that i have looked far and wide to get a tom brady buccaneers jersey and they're sold out they're Damn. sold out coach everybody yeah, I mean, wants them anywhere hmm I don't think I don't think there's a lot of things being made right now that's also <laughs> in <true>. general <laughs> yeah um uh, but Rob, they're being made in China, and China is open now. Rob, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, lucky for us, <laughs> the NFL draft will occur uh, uh, virtually. Woo! So now they'll Virtual be doing. Draft. They'll be doing what we're doing, and we're gonna do a draft show, right? Like we're gonna, oh yeah, uh, we're gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah. Nothing cool. else to do. Might as well, yeah, right? I, mean, <laughs> fuck it. I can't. I cannot. I wait. don't even have time to care about politics anymore. <laughs> right? Like, there's no reason. Yeah. I can. I cannot wait until the NFL draft has a giant Zoom call and somebody, <laughs> somebody hacks into it, and it's just Isabel from Animal Crossing. <laughs> which uh, Which team do you think is going to have the worst draft like camera? Oh, the Bengals by far. Really? I think it's going to be, it's got to be like one of the old, old owners or something like Jerry Jones. You know what? I bet you it's going to be somewhere like the Jets where it's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. there is no reason for them to skimp on like shitty technology, but they're going to, they're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Oh, there's like, without a doubt. One of those teams that hate spending money. Oh, dude. Dan Snyder is going to be. <laughs> oh, that's going to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Totally going to be them. Yeah. How could we know? Shit, they might even fucking. Is this thing on? It looks like I ordered the Logitech C920. <laughs> <laughs> that better not mean 920 million. We can't afford that. So, from what I've been reading, here's what ESPN has to say as of like three days ago. Okay. Why is the draft still happening? What's the rush? You're not alone in asking those questions. Uh, GMs across the league objected to the league's decision to push forward when teams can't pursue their usual rechecks, in-person visits, etc. 
But the NFL decided the show would go on. Which, honestly, let the shit show commence. I'm ready for this, whatever is going to happen. They're going to be like, ah, yeah. the Redskins have traded. Wait, no, they're not. Uh, they yeah. selected him, but that's not what happened. They're like, okay. <laughs> Dude, teams are probably gonna like run out of time or something. That would be uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. The Lions be... will run out of time again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the not, for the for the second overall pick. The Washington Redskins have invited the Chargers to play a mobile game. It, they're they're playing <laughs> mobile minions they've available got, they've got... on the Google Play Store. Right, yeah, yeah. they have <laughs> traded mobile minions for Candy Crush Coach. Uh, it's a it's a good pickup. And uh, Rob, how do you feel about it? Uh, football. <laughs> so be- this is how the draft process will work. Because team facilities are closed, almost every person involved in the draft will be working from home, including Roger Goodell. That oh. baseline <laughs> has required a massive IT effort to install and or confirm reliable internet connections, appropriate equipment, and backups for all. Falcons GM Thomas Dimitrov told ESPN's Adam Schefter that each team is allowed to put one IT specialist in the decision maker's home. Oh no! <laughs> this is gonna be such a. I can't wait. Oh no! <laughs> oh my God! We're All so 32 fun. teams will be connected via one video conference through a oh, modified God. Microsoft Teams application, Zoom, <laughs> and will have a separate broadband connection with members of the league office. Wow. Uh, it is right. going to be the not like look, we've all we've all heard the term cluster truck. We've all heard the term <laughs> shit oh, yeah. show. This is going to be the shit show. This oh, yes. not not a not one. This is going to be the shit show of all time and it, <laughs> it's it's going it is going to be hilarious i like how the wording was allowed one night <laughs> yeah. specialist as if they're like <laughs> do they have some sort of secret like they they're like well we're not gonna allow you know foreign agents into the into the draft rooms here uh, yeah with the, you're only allowed one like if it man this is gonna get fucky these a bunch of old people trying to figure out how to use zoom on <laughs> on live tv uh, to millions yeah. of people it's gonna be oh, great dude this is gonna wait. Get... Wait until you you see one of the owners accidentally leak like the invite link on their oh on, on their God. monitor or like the, the zoom the zoom link. Oh, it's gonna be great, Rob. <laughs> so, uh, we have how will GMs make the pick when they've decided on the player? They can actually pass it along directly to the league officials via an internet connection. As a backup. Wow. So they can send a message. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're going to do. They they're have this thing called message internet Zoom. messaging where you can send messages <laughs> over the internet. <laughs> as, a, as a backup, a club rep can call the selection into the league player personnel department via a league-wide conference call that will be kept open throughout the draft. To guard okay. against tech breakdowns at the decision maker's house, three separate individuals from each team will have authority to submit picks. A full oh, mock okay. draft will be held Monday. Well, this, this, this is this is great. I already have AOL ninety five installed on my computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I think I've got that internet <laughs> disc lying around somewhere. So, I kept it in my old mail. Minesweeper, that looks fun. The <laughs> other weird thing that's happening is. 
There's spiders holding... on this solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be doing a mock draft Monday test run. Oh, okay. So a virtual mock draft Monday, which gives teams a chance to go through and pretty much practice. They say we're gonna do a couple of internal tests and trial runs here, and the league is gonna have a mock draft, mock trial run on Monday. Uh, is what the jo- the Lions GM has said. We'll have fun making some mock trades, he says. Uh, three separate individuals are able to submit pick if there's an issue, blah, blah, blah. We have a state-of-the-art draft room, an amazing draft room, and we'll miss that and we'll miss the contact before we start the draft. I go around and give fist bumps to everyone in the draft room, and after we make a pick, having that close. So he's sad he can't fist bump any- anybody right now. You know, this is Roger I, Goodell. Like, <laughs> this is this is Roger Goodell talking. No, this is uh, Roseman. Okay, Roseman. Yeah, you're talking about Roger. No, the you know he said state of the art draft room. I, I uh, they show them every year. They have a whiteboard with magnets. <laughs> state of the like, art, are, Rob. That's <laughs> the, that's the yeah. top technology. And <laughs> the phone. They just Don't came out with this new technology. It's called magnets. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, they also have a non-rotary phone, Rob. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we uh, won't be using landlines this time around. It's, it's cordless. I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if a team can't submit a pick because of tech issues for all three executives, the player personnel department will be authorized to stop the clock to ensure that an intended pick or trade can occur. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. fuck, dude. All right. Uh, it's gonna get weird. In previous years, if a team missed its pick, the next team was eligible and could jump ahead. The initial team jumped back in line as it as soon as it could. This actually happened in 2003 when the Vikings' time expired as they were trying to trade out of the yeah. number seven pick. Ensuing confusion, the Jaguars submitted a pick for Byron Leftwich, and the Panthers chose left tackle Jordan Gross. The Vikings finally got their card at nine, selecting Kevin Williams. Uh, yep. The episode is not to be confused with 2002 in which the Cowboys were late to submit a trade with the Chiefs at number 6. The Chiefs wanted to draft Ryan Sims, as did the Vikings. Had the Vikings been quicker, they could have jumped ahead of the Cowboys' Chiefs and drafted Sims. Instead, they wound up with Brian McKinney. Uh, So, this is from what I'm reading, this is going to be a shit show, and I can't wait. Oh yeah, this is going to be fun. Uh, Round 1 will be April 23rd, from 8 Eastern to 11.30 Eastern. I want to see Andy Reid, like, accidentally stand up and forget that he's not wearing pants. <laughs> like, that would be... That would Why make would you want to see that, right? <laughs> just because, you know, I just need to see the walrus. You know, I got to see him in full, in his perfect form, in his true form. Oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> well, he he's definitely the kind of guy that wears those, like, socks up to his knees and then have the little, uh, you know, the, the, the suspender things, you know, that men wear sometimes. Uh, yes. Yep, you know those, what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, where they like got the business, they're like the business, yeah. you know, they like do the strappy, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, wear my suspenders around here. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me uh, the documents. You there, boy, you there. Go, go fetch me a, a nice cold glass of iced tea. Man, now, where's my harem? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. how can anyone boo Goodell if the whole thing is virtual? Great question. Yeah, that's a shame. There's ways to keep one of the lasting traditions of recent NFL drafts. The league is working on ways to incorporate fans into the broadcast. Among <laughs> them, God. submitting videos through the ESPN oh, portal. Oh, no. 
No, that's a terrible idea. Well, what are you why? They, they're gonna filter them. Like they're not just gonna yeah, let sure. it. <laughs> They'll Bill, be like, I I... "I'm a Jets fan, and I yeah. like the Jets. Go Jets!" They're gonna they're gonna filter out all the ones that are like, "This team's fucking trash." <laughs> I'm gonna make a video. I'm gonna be like, "Hi, uh, my name is Robert. I'm a Jets fan, and boo." <laughs> They'd probably put you on, Rob. Yeah, they, they probably might. would put that on. Right? Ha, ha, we love our fans. They just they keep the traditions going. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're a bunch of good natured sports. You guys you guys are the best. You really are. Have they not seen what TikTok is? Do they not oh, know they how bad of an idea? Yeah, it's, it's really <laughs> a video. Idea. Submit your video submissions. If you don't know how, just use your cell phone if this you have is... a camera. I feel bad for the poor, like, Zoomer interns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, who, who wants to have that job? Dude, this is yeah. where I'm it's so happy. People that are unpaid, like, <laughs> that are going to have to sort through, like, 30,000 dick pics. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking <laughs> spread their assholes. Hey, yeah, look, exactly I've sent that. a picture of my GM. <laughs> it's my dick. I, uh, I would like to explain how who the Bears should draft, and I'm choosing to do it through a performative art piece uh, in which I will show you my fully spread asshole <laughs> and fart out, which uh, <laughs> this is my picture of Ryan Pace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you might be wondering, how will we ensure the draft doesn't get hacked? Yeah, here's here's how. We've, we've got Norton <laughs> antivirus. <laughs> its security department has been working with Microsoft to grid, gird. It's to gird its gird, teams yeah. application gird. as much as possible. It's, uh, But it, to be clear, this isn't a paranoid concern from Harbaugh or anyone else. The NFL's Twitter feed and those of my teams were hacked in January, and those concerned about teams spying on each other can look no further than 2016 when a scouting director from the Cardinals pled guilty to yeah. blah, blah, blah. You get into the security aspect, which is probably the most important team for teams. How do you make sure your conversations are protected? That's my biggest concern from an encryption standpoint. How do you have these conversations confidential and make sure they go through? That's it. To. They didn't yeah. say how they're going to protect it. They just <laughs> said, yeah. Just, we're they're thinking about it. We're thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, no, they're not like, I, I mean, you know, granted, I have lower security protections than perhaps a multi-billion dollar national <laughs> right. organization does. But um, over my many years of streaming on the internet, um, I can tell you that uh, people are determined on the internet. Oh, and yeah. if you have 32 teams in 32 states uh, with, with, what, three people from each team in various locations, and they're all connecting to one <laughs> single Zoom call, <laughs> someone's going to fucking get in, man. Like, oh, yeah. it's not going to be, like, somebody's going to fucking get in or figure out how to fuck with that. That's a single <laughs> Zoom call, and there's yeah. going to be millions of people watching? Come on. Oh, yeah. it's Did And everyone's mean? at home on top of it. So they yeah. got nothing else to do. They'd be like, let's right? break into the NFL. <laughs> Did you guys see the... Uh... A video that came out last week. It was a bunch of, I guess, ESPN like panelists and and uh, hosts that were trying to get the most famous person on a Zoom call. So basically, they were just ambushing like their contacts. They weren't telling them why. They were just they would just text <clears throat> random people in their in their contacts to see who could get the most famous person to show up. So like, it was it was a neat video until they got to Ryan Leaf. Huh. <laughs> 
Oh no. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna spoil it because it actually is pretty entertaining to watch. I mean, and there's a it's not just all sports celebrities, by the way. There's a there's all kinds of celebrities that show up. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy. But someone gets Ryan Leaf on there and if you've ever if you've ever like wanted to picture like how someone actually feels when they've been like zoom ambushed look no further than just get a freeze frame of Ryan Leaf's face on there cuz he not only does he look pissed he also looks the most confused that he's ever been since he got thrown in jail so yeah, I, don't dude i'd be pretty pissed I, yeah, it's. Like, it, I mean, somebody made like a surprise FaceTime video, and then oh, surprise! Uh, not only did I uh, FaceTime you and and ambush you, but I'm putting your face in front of millions of people. Yeah, and there's yeah. and there's a whole bunch of other people in this call that I don't know. All of a sudden, right, like yeah. so, like so, one of the early celebrities they get is like is Julia White, and he's like, you know, he's like, oh, you know, this is what's going on. Oh, this is cool, and like. Later on, they get Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne like Dwayne Wade's like, you know, oh, well, this is this is fun. This is this is cool. Can I join in? Blah blah. But there's a lot of people who show up, including one, and this is the last one I'll spoil. One, Mr. Mark Sanchez, who has by far the best appearance. Rob, oh, you he's have, a very pretty man. Yeah, no, you you, you have to <laughs> yeah. see what he was wearing, Rob. You have. I, I will find a screenshot and send it to you in the Foosenball chat. But you have to see it. It is the most Mark Sanchez outfit that you would ever see <laughs> but when when it goes to ryan leaf that's when things kind of take a turn for the for like the ooh. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that that probably wasn't too smart <laughs> i hope that we get something like that i hope that they just start getting random people to show up and either that or like one of the owners isn't paying attention they're just like turn on the damn tv i'm trying to watch <laughs> all i'll say is i'm happy that my coach and owner are like below the age of 50 so yeah, that's yeah. nice. They at least have some sort of like tech savviness. Oh, the well, are screwed. The Glazers <laughs> are ancient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what the hell is gonna happen? So before we get into the uh, mock drafts and everything, I just want to bring up a couple big signings that happened. Ha ha, Clinton Dix to the Cowboys one year deal. Emmanuel Sanders to the Saints on a two year deal. That's a big one. Yeah, I'm um, surprised you think it snapped up more readily. Yeah, I kind of am too. Uh, it's because we have a deep wide receiver draft, but yeah, that's you know. true. I was, apparently, it's like multiple round, like first round talent, like in the second and third round. Um, Thomas Davis to the Redskins, going back to uh, Ron Rivera. Marcus Mariota to the Raiders, kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Jets resigned yeah, J- uh, Jordan Jenkins. There you go. Yeah, all right. Panthers got Robbie Anderson for two years, twenty million. Seems a little pricey. Uh, Brashad Perryman to the Jets. It's another Jets uh, Jets signing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bucks That's a resign good uh, Donkey That's a good, Kong. Good signing, yeah. Donkey uh, Kong. Donkey Kong Sue. The Domicon Sue. Uh, oh, did they? Did they? Yep. I didn't see that that actually went through. Was it just for another year? Or did they? Yeah, get one year, eight million. So honestly, okay. pretty good deal. Yeah, yeah. And that. Uh, Vikings Tajay Sharp. It's all right. Uh, and uh, I guess. Tyler Eifert to the Jaguars. It's <laughs> another uh, kind of crazy one. Xavier yeah, Rhodes yeah. to the Colts on a one-year deal. It's actually a pretty good one. And uh, another Vikings secondary member, Andrew Sandejo to the Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Oh, and the uh, the Jets got Greg Van Rotten, an offensive guard. Yeah. Three years, yeah, 10 been, million. 
We've been picking up a lot of O-line in the free agency, which makes me think that that means that they're going to go, like, wide receiver in the draft. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll I see feel that. like they will because there's so many. Plus, you can get, like, a star receiver. There's some. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a great draft for receivers. So. Yeah. Uh, Ronald Darby went to the Redskins. One year, $4 million. That seems like a really good deal. Mm. Uh, Timmy Jernigan to the Texans. Alden Smith to the Cowboys. Remember Alden Smith, anyone? <laughs> Classic. Classic. <laughs> uh, and then the uh, that one XFL quarterback went to the Panthers. P.J. Tucker, I think. Oh, yeah. Dude, so. I didn't see this. I didn't <laughs> Speaking see of the XFL... It's dead already. Like, oh, yeah, it's it. dead. Was, it, it's over. It's over. <laughs> and which is a shame, actually, too, because, uh, you know, the AAF went under for, I don't know, other reasons, I think. But the XFL, that pretty much just went under because of coronavirus. Like, yeah. that's that's just, like, the worst <laughs> possible time to launch a sports league. Like, literally the yeah. worst possible it was the worst. time in the past, like, what, 80 years? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you're just like, all right, guys, the XFL, I think it's good, and it's over. Cause of, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's that's the end of it. And it, it had it had pretty impressive, like, starting numbers, too. Yeah. The first couple of weeks. People were mm. people were down. And people were digging. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Rest in peace, XFL. Yeah. Um, and Sorry, then, Vince. Uh, <laughs> just a couple trades. Kyle Allen to the Redskins from the Panthers, fifth-round pick. Another Ron Rivera bringing some old uh, players over. And uh, another Texans special. (laughs) The Texans got Brandon Cooks from the Rams for a fourth and a second round pick. A second? What? Yep, a fourth and a second. For Brandon Cooks. For Brandon Cooks, who remind you, (laughs) last year had 42 catches for 583 yards and two touchdowns. Wow. Yep. (laughs) You know, I got to say, Brandon Cooks has got to be the most valuable wide receiver (laughs) in the NFL. He's he's nowhere close to being the best, but he, like, he, how much has he been traded for now? That's like two first round picks, or is it three first round picks in total, maybe? A first, a first, and now a second and a fourth. So I think it's, it's still a lot for a guy. He's had one 1200 yard season. He hasn't even had a 10 touchdown season. So it's hardcore shit, man. I guess he's yeah. like right on the edge of like just good enough to be very desirable, but not good enough for teams to say I'm not going to trade you. I yeah. wouldn't even say he's that good. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't know. Uh, so it's uh, 2017. The Saints trade Cooks to the Patriots for a first and a third. Then the Patriots trade him to the Rams for a first and a sixth, and now to the Texans for a second and a fourth. So. Two firsts, one second, one third, a fourth, and and a sixth. Yeah, for Brandon Cooks. Pretty much That's... an entire draft has been traded. Yeah, for That's Brandon insane. Cooks. That for Brandon wild. freaking Cooks of all people. Yeah, he's not. I mean, he's not terrible. No, he's no, not he's terrible. Good. But he's not that good. They yeah. just like they just traded Hopkins away. So they pretty much traded yeah. Hopkins for Brandon Cooks. It was like what yeah. happened. Bill yeah. O'Brien, classic. Bill O'Brien, everybody. Houston <laughs> so, Texans. Uh, but the NFL draft. Uh, the NFL so draft. Let's, let's talk about what is going to be uh, happening in terms of players in the NFL draft because there's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of quarterbacks. 
and a lot of wide receivers in this draft. And your good friend, your good co-host Robert, uh, <laughs> has has done his quarterback evaluations again this year. Yes. So, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'm right on these ones, uh, as I've been, you know, obviously 100% right the rest of the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Honestly, last year's was pretty good, or was it two years? Have you done Yeah, no, I, uh, legitimately, like, my QB evals haven't been so bad so far. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I mean, you know, we're still, like, you know, we're going into the third year of those guys, which is when when you can really judge my eval on, yeah. on, on 2019 or 2018 or whatever. Yeah, that'll be good to uh, look back on. There's actually a lot of terrible analysts that have a really <laughs> bad opinion. Who would have thought? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I got to say, having having evaluated these quarterbacks, uh, you know, in the small way that I do, um, I feel like this year is actually pretty hard to di- hmm. to, to differentiate uh, the QBs. Like, a lot of them feel very similar, uh, to be honest. And I honestly tell you that I think there's a good amount of depth here in the quarterback class. Hmm. Like a pretty, like a significant amount of depth, if you ask me. Yeah, it actually is kind of crazy how deep the quarterback and wide receiver depth is this year. Yeah. Um, so taking a look at just a, a generic, you know, most mock drafts, it seems like Joe Burrow's going number one. Um, yeah, it does seem yep. that way. Yeah, and yep. then a lot of people have Chase Young at the number two, who seems like, uh, you know, the one of the best edge rushers uh, in a while. Right. Uh, well, and then yeah. they already have this Jonathan year. Allen. They, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have Deron Payne. They generational got... <laughs> edge rusher. This year's generational edge rusher. The thing is, like, with, with Chase Young, if he goes to the Redskins, they'll have Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, and yeah. Montez Sweat. So this is like a stack. Like, they've been drafting, you know, linemen for a while. So they could have a scary defensive front. Yeah, except the problem with the Redskins is that they have shitty offense and good defense. Yes. And that's been their problem for many years. So, that is true. You know. Um, uh, and then after that, even with the Redskins, they decide to trade down. If someone else wants Chase Young, they could do that. The only surefire thing right now is Joe Burrow, probably to the, the Bengals. That's like it. Uh, yeah. The Lions have been mocked to take Jeff Okuda, who's the corner out of Ohio State. But even they could trade down for someone like a uh, team wanting Tua. So a lot of teams might yeah. trade up for Tua. Um, a lot of people have the Giants taking an offensive tackle, which is Tristan Wirfs. I could see the Chargers moving up to get Tua. Yeah, I think that would be actually honest. be a smart move by him too. Because yeah. uh, they're not going anywhere like <laughs> next year, so you might as well you know have them yeah. play. And you know, it's not like a terrible situation it's like you're going to the dolphins or something like you still got a decent team around him yeah if he was and, and by the way according to my evaluations i would rate Tua above joe burrow personally Damn. yeah well he was Although, uh number one for a while before like this yeah year. i i think joe burrow seems very good he's, he's he seems like a very good prospect i i although what i would say actually is i don't think any of these guys this year feel like a number one overall pro like qb prospect mm. no, none of them really do the the closest are joe and tua mm. um and they're pretty close i think honestly in in skill but i think tua has more upside personally well even looking at last year it's one of those things where they had quarterbacks go high like uh Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones right. that 
probably shouldn't have gone at like you know yeah no. <laughs> that high up uh like they're not bad but you know they're not gonna be like the greatest like daniel jones is still oh, well, I, I don't know I, I i actually like daniel jones so i don't know we'll see yeah uh but uh so let's uh take a look here we've got so i'm gonna go through some of the top players at each position so quarterbacks top five we got joe burrow tua justin herbert jordan love jacob eason uh so we'll get to them uh shortly with rob's evaluation Sucks. Uh, <laughs> and uh <laughs> running backs deandre swift out of georgia is number one uh jonathan taylor wisconsin cam Akers, florida state clyde edwards and jk dobbins the running backs uh top five receivers are uh all like potential top number one receivers uh yeah jerry judy uh, is mm-hmm. the number one, and then C.D. Lamb is the number two, who are like pretty much like the you know Larry Fitzgerald and like Julio Jones type combo yeah. you got there. C.D. Lamb seems real good from the little bits I've seen of him. Yeah, he's uh he seems like the big play type of receiver. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna make those crazy plays and like just good overall. Uh, yeah. then Henry Ruggs the third out of Alabama, T. Higgins out of Clemson, Laviska Chenault. Out of Colorado, and uh, then it just it keeps going after that. Like it's there's a lot of receivers. Uh, I just gotta say, Henry Ruggs the third, fantastic name. That really is a fantastic good. name. Uh, he also ran a four two seven. Oh my god! Yeah. So, <laughs> All right. That's, yeah. That's very fast, and he's five eleven, one eighty eight. He's not like you know like Steve Smith yeah, or no, something pretty... at five eight. Yeah. So. Uh, tight ends: Harrison Bryant, Cole Komet, Albert Akwubong, the yep. Adam Troutman, and Dalton Keene. I honestly don't know much about the tight ends. Yeah. Um, centers. Now the number one center is Lloyd Cushenberry. Okay, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. I would. That's you want good. Cushenberry on your team, no matter the situation. Lloyd Cushenberry. <laughs> that's the like a. That is his last name is absurd. Yeah. It's Cush- but then his parents still decided with the last name Cushenberry. Let's name him fucking Lloyd. Yeah, he could be like right Reginald Cush- Cushenberry. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Frederick Cushenberry, but Lloyd. Bartholomew. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, Caesar Ruiz, Tyler Biadzaz, Nick Harris, and Matt Hennessy. At guards, we got Robert Hunt, Natane Muti, John Simpson, Shane Lemieux, and Damian Lewis. Tackles, we got Jedrick Willis. Uh, Tristan Wirfs, Mecky Becton, Andrew Thomas, and Isaiah Wilson. Wow, did uh, Andrew Thomas drop down in uh, draft rankings? He did. Uh, uh, they say, played left side in college, but could find a home at right side. Lacks elite athleticism, but excels as a competitor. Uh, uh, so apparently Jedrick Willis and Tristan Wirfs are like, you know, top 10 offensive tackles. Especially in a tackle-heavy tackle, uh, tackle yeah. heavy league for protecting your quarterback. That is very interesting. We could uh, potentially get a steal. <laughs> you could. He. That's they cute. said, Jedrick Willis, best of the strong crop of tackles. He's the total package, ready to start as a rookie. He's out of Alabama. Uh, and then Tristan yeah. Wirfs out of Iowa, rare true freshman starter at Iowa, ready uh, made starter with big upside if he continues to develop, can play guard as well. So that's really nice. Uh, inside linebackers, Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson, one of the most versatile players in the draft, has experience as safety corner and linebacker. That's like oh boy. an NFL owner's wet dream today. 
Yeah, that's uh, like I am play. money backer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Patrick Queen at LSU, another in the long line of LSU linebackers. Devin White went in top five last year. Queen is likely a first round pick as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Kenneth Murray, Oklahoma, Zach Bond, Wisconsin, and Logan Wilson, Wyoming. On the outside, you got Calavin Chasen. That's a name. That's uh, a great name that's for a, great a corner. Name. I would have taken that player in Madden like right away. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Calavin Chasen. Just for a, for a cornerback, it, <laughs> yeah. to have the name Chasing is just fantastic. I mean, well, he's that's an outside exactly linebacker. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, that's still it's still pretty, pretty good. Yeah, but if you pretty much <laughs> if you're on the defense, you're you're good with a name like that, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be better if his name was Tackling, but I don't think you're going to hear. That's it. a fair point. Yeah, no, yeah, you'd rather. <laughs> uh, then you got Terrell Lewis, Jabari Zuniga. That's a fun name. Oh yeah. Uh, Jonathan Greenard and Anthony Jennings. Uh, defensive ends, you got Chase Young, A.J. Apensa, Apenesa, Apenesa, it might be Apenesa. How do you spell it? E-P-E-N-E-S-A. Yeah, it's probably Apenesa. Yeah, I think it's Apenesa. Uh, then you got Yeter Gross Matos, I don't know how you say that, but I love that name. Yeter Gross Matos. Yeter Gross Matos. sounds like an Autobot. (laughs) Yeter Gross Matos online. (laughs) Uh, that are a great Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon. Uh, Marlon Davidson and Alton Robinson. Defensive tackles. You got Derek Brown, Javon Kinlaw, Ross Blacklock. That's a cool name. That is a cool name. Uh, Blacklock. Jordan Elliott, Justin Madabuki. <laughs> oh. Madabuki. That's, uh, are we going to have uh, like the second Asian American uh, football player potentially? Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, probably see. not. Yeah. But probably. Yeah. Uh, it seems all right, though. Texas A&M. You know, Japan's got their own football league, by the way. Just putting that out there. Letting that be Do good. they? Huh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. It's just. You can watch you videos of it online. I mean, it's really, really not popular, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's beating the actually, XFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and actually, it's funny because, like, all the athletes in the, in the Japanese football, at least the video that I saw, like, everyone was like a twig. And they were bashing the shit out of each other. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was, it was fun. Since that is we're, fun. Since we're on a tangent really quickly, I did take the liberty in time, by the way, guys. If you want to look at the foosball chat <laughs> oh real God. quick, the yeah, seeing that, yeah. That Sanchez. Is... And, do you see what Sanchez is wearing in that call? That is incre- <laughs> He looks like he's. What is he doing? <laughs> he is the wise bad guy in a in a in a spaghetti western. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that is exactly who he is. Like and then going out there, Johnson, you're gonna get blown to smithereens. <laughs> you know what? It, you know what it looks like if you put him side by side. It looks like Sanchez was chasing Ryan Leaf in like an old school like <laughs> right. fugitive, yeah. like spaghetti they have western. The same handlebar like mustache thing or the goatee or whatever it is, dude. I'll be straight up with you. There is no part of me that has any sort of negative feelings towards Mark Sanchez. That guy, (laughs) he's just hilarious. Like he's just, he's a nice guy and he he was just trying his best. Like he just did, he just did what he could. I mean, he wasn't a very good QB, but whatever. Like, I don't don't hate the guy. Yeah. Like I, I, like Sanchez to me will always have a special place in my heart because he was just a good dude. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hate. I don't hate the guy. He just looks. I, I'm just trying to figure out what the hell he's wearing in the Zoom call. And then, oh no, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying as a. And then you look. You look over to Ryan Leaf, who is exactly the way that I described it. It's just like, oof, things yeah. took a turn for the serious <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah. He, by the way, he leaves the Zoom call within five seconds. That's hilarious. Um, 
Then we have uh, <laughs> corners. We've got Jeff Okuda, earned all American honors in his only season as a starter, hands down top corner of this class. Uh, CJ Henderson out of Florida. Jeff Gladney, Jalen Johnson, and Trevon Diggs. Uh, wait, so we have... What was the other Diggs? I feel like I, there's another Diggs. I Stephon Diggs. There's Stephon Diggs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we could have uh, Trevon Diggs guarding Stephon Diggs. Wait, he's go. the brother of Stephon Diggs. Oh, well, there you go. Well, there he's it is. Good. That's yeah, I, thought you guys, I thought you guys were joking. Yeah, Yo, I did, so well, great. I didn't even know until I read it. <laughs> wait, hold think, on. Wait, just just that, that's incredible. So the two brothers, one of them was the wide receiver and the other was the cornerback. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. He's got to go to Buffalo. He's got to do oh, it. Oh man, that would be great. Yeah, I thought I thought you guys were doing a bit. <laughs> no. And he went to Alabama. I didn't even know that. Oh, that's um, adorable. And then Good safeties, we got Xavier McKinney, versatile player that can play free and strong safety and slot corner. Returned interceptions for touchdowns in each of his past two seasons. Well, there you go. That's a good one. Uh, Kyle Duggar, Ashton Davis, Grant Delpit, and Antoine Winfield Jr. So oh, those... really? Yeah. Well, what? who's Antoine Winfield Jr., you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm assuming he's the son of Antoine Winfield. Uh, All right. Well, yes, probably. <laughs> But who's Antoine Winfield? <laughs> Antoine Winfield is a former American football cornerback who played 14 years in the National Football League. He played uh, oh. for uh, Iowa State, and uh, he was on the Vikings. For Oh, my uh, God. He was on the Vikings. Now I'm getting flashbacks. Yeah. I forgot yeah, yeah, all about him. He was he was a first-rounder in the NFL draft. I'm yeah, he's actually... Him, I, I don't. He's actually really good. Well, I have flashbacks now because we played the Vikings twice a year, so it's like... Yeah. You, you I, I probably them. only remember him because of Madden, but like, uh, yeah. but yeah, like that. When you said the name, I was like, "Oh shit, his son's playing in the NBA." Uh, it's hit. I realized we're starting to hit that point where, like, yeah. people we grew up watching, they're like, "And now his son's in the league," and I'm like, "Oh god, oh, <laughs> kill oh, me! No, no, end me now!" <laughs> Dude, Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, still playing? <laughs> <laughs> I booted up. I was playing old GameCube games because I found my Wii, and you can play GameCube on it. And I have Madden 04. So I booted up oh, Madden 04, oh, and it was a journey. I was like looking through teams. They're like best players in the league: Randy Moss, Brett Favre. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, Remember man. when we used to have football? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's gonna be. Uh, I might play. I might do like a franchise draft in that. That could be fun. That would be hilarious. Oh, yeah. Hey, notable statistics about Antoine Winfield: He's one of only four players to record. 600 plus tackles, 65 plus pass defense, 15 plus interceptions, and 10 plus force force fumbles. Wow, yeah, that is uh, pretty good. I remember him being good, like yeah. legitimately. Yeah, but oh yeah, here's some other uh, stars from 2004: Sean Alexander, Dante Culpepper. <laughs> oh boy, Tiki Barber, Ladanian Tomlinson, Tiki, Curtis Martin, Mushiri. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, was Cur- oh oh that's just who was in the game. Okay, yeah, I was gonna be yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. hold on, Curtis Martin and, <laughs> and Ladanian Tomlinson definitely did yeah, not that's... come out at the same year. No, yeah, that's just who are in the game. Uh, yeah. Just some flashbacks: Corey Dillon, Javon Walker, Joe Horn, Terrell Owens, Marvin Harrison, McNabb, Torrey Holt, Drew Bennett, Rudy Johnson. Remember Rudy Johnson? Bengals? Classic, classic dude. Um, so it was fun to see all that. Priest Holmes. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes. He got me so many fantasy wins. <laughs> He's got a great name too. He does. 
free stuff. He's like an RPG character. He is. Uh, so, Rob, why don't we go over some quarterbacks? Oh, yeah. Let's do a little, uh, little bit of quarterback evaluation. Quarterback evaluation. Quarterback evaluation. So I, I, uh, I evaluated seven. Okay. Uh, and uh, near the end, I got more lazy with the evaluation as well. All <laughs> so right. It's like, a little boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and the top seven, which is um, uh, Joe Burrow, Tua, Tagovailoa, Justin Herbert, um, uh, who else? Jordan Love, uh, Jake Fromm, and Jalen Hurts. Yes. And um, from, uh, from so everything like, I've seen, like three of those quarterbacks will probably go in the first round. Yeah, I, I think that's probably true. Although, here's okay. So here's the thing. I I think uh, Joe Burrow and Tua are definitely first round picks. I mm. think. Um, I don't know. I, truthfully, if you ask me, I don't know if either of them are first overall prospects, though. Right. Like last year, Kyler hands down. First overall prospect, yeah, he should yeah. go first. Like, he's really, really good. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you look at, like, Joe Burrow, I think he's got some issues. And he's got... He, now, well, actually, let's start with the strengths. All right. Strengths, he's got textbook mechanics. I mean, like, fucking textbook. Like, he's 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 got, like, uh, he, he... You know, good footwork, good release, good throwing mechanics, good throwing motion... He makes um he makes like uh good decisions most of the time, um but he's not a great runner. Um he's like he's he's not agile, but he's relatively fast. So his 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 feet are an asset as a bonus, but like they're not anything to write home about. Like if he um, has to escape, he can, but he doesn't. Right. Want to. Exactly. Yeah. Or if he sees like an open lane, he'll be able to exploit that, and that's good. Uh, uh and you know that's 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 handy, but. Mm. He also likes to dive headfirst into defenders, and he, like he's gonna get his, he's gonna mm. get himself in the NFL. Yeah. Now, with that said, he is six six and like you know two hundred pounds, so like he's got the kind of body that can handle more hits, but um, probably shouldn't be doing it on the um, on uh, in the ways that he is doing it. Yeah. Now, from what I saw of Joe Burrow, he. Uh, he plays in a dink and dunk system, right? Like a like a Brady esque, like uh, pro offense, like uh, you know uh, Patriots style offense, where it's all it's all short passing, right? Like mm -hmm. quick passing, and he's good at that. He's really good at that. But when he's asked to make intermediate or long throws, then he becomes suddenly much more inconsistent, um, which is a little bit worrying. Um, but with that said. I still think that he's he's probably a, he's a good top ten first round quarterback. He'll he'll be he'll be pretty good. Um, his arm strength isn't as good as you would want out of a guy going that high, uh, but I don't think it's bad. I think it's pretty good, uh, and he can he can throw deep bombs. Uh, but uh, like I said, he's got some deep ball accuracy issues, right? And he did play against uh, like very good competition as well. He did, yes, yeah. That that, that is that he has been sort of forged in fire. So I mean, there is there is that aspect. Mm -hmm. Now, if we look at Tua, however, on the other hand, mm -hmm. he's also got really good fundamentals. I wouldn't call him textbook because he also plays improvisational quite a lot, and in those circumstances, sometimes he can uh, he can 
make like the kind of mistakes that you would attribute to rookie. Like for instance, backpedaling and throwing fucking, you know, rainbows up into the air oh, about yeah. 20 feet, you know, like that's that he does. He gets some like backpedals going a little too often. And I have it marked down here. Um, is the reason that it seems like is he plays hero ball a lot. You know, he wants to like make the play, yeah, which is, which is great. Um, like it's a great instinct to have, but it, it can lead to issues. I mean, like, uh, Sam Darnold's like that, actually, that was one of his problems going into his last year in college coming into the draft was that he held the ball too long and he tried to play hero ball too much. And that caused problems for his team. Now, with that said, more often than not, Tua is successfully heroic, uh, but he's but but he does have a little bit of the issue with the with the hero ball. Now, with that said, he's really accurate. Like he's he's not quite as accurate, I'd say, as like a guy like uh, Kyler Murray was last year, or um, or before that, like a guy like Baker Mayfield was, but. He's very, very deadly accurate, and he moves around a lot. Like, he can move with an improvisational pocket, you know, play a little that... Uh, Russell you know, Wilson. Exactly, yeah. Like, draw the play up in the dirt kind of ball, mm-hmm. which is which is great. And, he, and he's, he's, he's naturally gifted at doing that, which is what you really kind of want in a QB that can kind of scramble around and do stuff. Um, now, with that said, he's not like... He's not in any way like a very... He's not even a common runner. He, he's more like um, he's more like Joe Burrow in that like he can run, um, and he's more agile than uh, than Joe Burrow is significantly so. I'd say like he can juke people, but he's also not like primarily a runner. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's mostly a thrower. Um, so I, I would rate personally out of those two, I'm putting two on top. I think Tua has basically the same kind of benefits that you get out of. Joe Burrow besides height and I honestly in my opinion I think that is old old boomer scouts that are so concerned about height I don't think height is that <laughs> yeah. big of a deal so I don't even think that's a really big mark in Burrow's book to be honest with you but besides that they're pretty similar um and Tua by my eye is more accurate and if you ask me Accuracy is one of the only things that you can't effectively train in the NFL. Mm. Um, you know, and that that's something that seems to be somewhat like integral to the to the athlete themselves, not necessarily something that they train extensively and then can get a lot better. Or at least from from what I've seen, it hasn't seen seemed like QBs that are like really inaccurate eventually become accurate in the NFL. It's like just QBs that are accurate become like super accurate like yeah. a Drew Brees kind of guy or Russell Wilson's you know mm-hmm. um, so, I think another big yeah. thing is the injury concerns because yes, yeah, he had a, a dislocated hip and posterior wall fracture but yeah. from everything they've said he's recovered like 100% but it's one of those things of like eh, what if you take a hit there again is it going to be uh, you know just as good or strong or like uh, that's the that's the biggest concern with him right now that is a significant concern, and that 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 would be worrying, and I I can understand why teams would move him down, especially since I actually do think that Joe Burrow and Tua are not that far apart mm-hmm. in skill. Um, I just think that Tua has more has better upside. I think I think he's I think he's it's it's I think you can go farther with a guy like Tua. I think I think Joe Burrow has a ceiling, um, 
and that doesn't mean that he'll lose. Uh, like he's kind of got like a ceiling. Like he's he's kind of a traditional quarterback, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's his. So he's gonna do traditional quarterback things. Um, whereas Tua, he can he can throw he can run around in the in the and he knows how to slide too, which is good. I mean that that'll keep him safe. Um, yeah. Because a couple of guys on this list, by the way, don't know how to slide, including <laughs> Joe Fucking Burrow. So, um. So yeah, out of those two. Two I put at the top. I, I don't know about you guys. Where would you guys rate them personally? Um, I honestly think they're pretty much the same as well. Like, yeah. well, obviously not like completely the same, but I think Tua probably is better. But if you want, you know, Joe Burrow's going to be like pretty close and less injury concern and probably a better build for that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the Bengals are going to take Joe Burrow just for those reasons alone. Plus, he's kind of got the like hype behind him right now of like, oh, he won the you know all the college shit, and right, you right. know he made all these crazy plays and led this team and did all this stuff. So I think that's gonna help bring that to Cincinnati that desperately needs it. Yeah. Uh, but I think Tua going to like the Chargers or the Dolphins or wherever he goes is gonna be uh, probably the better pick in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Burrow is better. He's a more impact improvement right now for the next like season or two but i think mm. long term i'd rather have two on my team you know that's a good point i i actually think i might agree with that too is i i think burrow might have a better uh an easier time of having a decent freshman year than tua would um because tua needs playmakers i think and whereas joe burrow he can just he, he just kind of you know he makes shit happen short um, whereas Tua is trying to go for the hero play, and if he if he's got like shitty receivers, then he's just going to get sacked a bunch of times, you know. And he'll have to like learn uh, the lessons in humility, I'm sure, if he ends up uh, in a situation like that. I think it would be easier to plug in Joe Burrow into a system. I've seen a lot um, of people like comparing him with players. I've seen Kurt Warner. I've seen Carson Joe, Wentz. Joe Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen Andrew Luck. I've seen. Mm. Uh, or somebody else said uh someone else said Jay Cutler. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't say Jay Cutler. I think those other I think those other comps are pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Though. Like he's 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 pretty similar to those guys. Um although I would say not as good as a guy like Luck. Yeah. Luck, Luck has a little bit more going on. Like yeah. I like I said, I, I don't think either him or Tua are are worthy of the first overall pick. Um but uh but I think this will be both both, both be good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, moving on to uh, Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. I, so he's kind of like the dark horse. Like he's probably going to go in the top like fifteen as well. So like, I'm just going to be honest with you. This Justin Herbert is my Dwayne Haskins of this year. Okay. Mm. Like, I don't think he's very good. Yeah. Um. I I think he's I I I think at best he's a project. Um. And I don't think he should be anywhere near the top half of the draft. He, he, he should be well uh, not draft first round um I think I, I think he is like at best like a mid to late first round pick mm-hmm. uh but any higher than that is I I think a reach um he can run just fine uh I, I have it marked down here as like same as burrow so like you know he can get himself out of tricky situations but he's not gonna Lamar Jackson down the field or anything mm-hmm. um he is pretty fucking lazy with his foot footwork. I I I I noted it several times over. I watched three games of his, uh, 
and I, I noted it several times that he's got, he gets pretty lazy with his footwork, which leads to inaccuracy problems, and he's got a serious accuracy problem. Like he'll he'll miss open guys, like at just crossing over the middle and stuff. Like he'll throw it fucking behind them or like down at their feet. Like like it, relatively common. I mean, it, granted, my sample size is three games, right? But you know, fr- from what I've seen, it it, it seems like uh, it, it seems like he's got some some problems there. I've um, heard that uh, from people that watch Justin Herbert, they're like at times he looked like one of the worst quarterbacks and then he looked like one of the best quarterbacks in like the next quarter like yes. it's like flip floppy yeah actually if you if you look i don't know if you guys have my my eval sheet open yeah but under my overall the top bullet that i had is serious accuracy accuracy concerns tight windows are difficult to hit for him but he can hit them inconsistently because sometimes he'll make fucking beautiful throws like bullets like right into like the tiniest window that's just like wow that's really good do that more yeah <laughs> but he just doesn't he's, Dude, this he's, is he's, this is a prime bill belichick quarterback yeah <laughs> yeah, like, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's also got this really weird release where um when he releases he he pulls his left hand out and like holds it up um which is you know it, it's kind of natural if you do like a football throwing motion mm-hmm. uh but it leads to his throws being really telegraphed. Um, and that's going to be a problem in play action to some degree. Not one that's going to be difficult to fix, but I, I it, like he, he makes some like really telegraphed long release throws, um, which is going to just lead to, to, you know, getting picks, getting bats down at the line. I, I like I said, I, I this this person, Justin Herbert, is like my Dwayne Haskins here. I think mm. he's a little bit overrated uh to be thought of in the first round i don't i don't think i think if i were if if i were a gm i wouldn't feel comfortable spending higher than a second round pick on him as a project qb and not expect him to be my starter you know that that yeah. that's that's how i would feel about him i don't think he's got some qualities that could mean that he could end up being good but right now project and uh, here's a little quote from our favorite player, or uh, not player, but analyst, Booger McFarlane. <laughs> he says the gap between Tua and Justin Herbert is, quote, astronomical. <laughs> I would agree <laughs> Thanks, with Booger. Booger. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I would agree. There is a huge valley in between Tua uh, and Justin Herbert. Well, However. Well, we, got, we do oh, have a yeah. big quote here from uh, Book, Book, uh, Booger real quick. Okay. Two is a young guy. He's going to get hurt. It's part of the game. Look at all the quarterbacks in the NFL. They've been hurt. They're going to get hurt. It's just about how you recover and you can <laughs> prevent some of those injuries. And for people to say, I'm going to take Justin Herbert over Tua, the gap between those two to me is astronomical. It's like an ocean. Tua is much better at all the things it takes to play the quarterback. And I get it. Yep. Herbert's the ideal size. He's big. He's mobile. But when you talk about being able to lead a team and do what the quarterback requires to be done for your football team, throw it accurately, make good decisions, take care of the football, the ability to anticipate throws, Tua does it better than almost anyone except Joe Burrow in this draft. And if you're taking Herbert before him, you're making a huge mistake. I agree. I, you know, I never thought I'd say this, but I agree with 100% of what Booger McFarland just said. Yeah. And you know, I haven't, (laughs) I haven't been paying attention to the draft stuff, but the, the, what, from that quote, it kind of clued me in a little bit to what's been, what's been the narrative on the sports center of the world. Um, 
which is okay i get it now so herbert is big and tall and strong and that's why they want to make him a first rounder okay yeah no okay i I understand because i because i was looking at like mock drafts of like top qb prospects to see who i should evaluate and justin herbert was up there and like he was like number three out of like all these different mock drafts and i and i started watching the tape and i'm like him really (laughs) he looks fucking bad like he doesn't look good i i don't know so yeah okay so that makes sense and which is why i'm actually going to say that the next qb i evaluated was jordan love way better than fucking justin (laughs) herbert if you're gonna if, if you're if tua and uh and burrow are both gone Jordan Love is far better than Justin Burrow or just Justin Burrow, Justin <laughs> Herbert. Uh, if you ask me, he, he's now um, he's a project, right? Like he he's he's also a, a bit of a project QB. Um, uh, but again, I would describe Herbert as at best a project QB. I think Jordan Love is at worst a project QB. He seems really raw, like he's got some uh, issues with like fundamentals um like he's got some form issues he's got some um uh like you know um uh, footwork issues and stuff uh he's he he holds the ball a little too low he gets a little lazy legs sometime um but he went to utah state so it's not exactly like a you know five-star fucking sports program Mm -hmm. there right okay uh and on top of that his measurables are all fantastic he's like he's pretty darn fast he's not like super agile like he's not gonna go you know blow down the field on you but like he's he's gonna be more like the the burrow or whatever right i mean but uh but but he's he's like he's accurate uh naturally so he's got good arm strength um a lot of the things that that are issues for him are things in my opinion that can be trained away like he's got he's got some issues on decision making and now, this is the one that's a big concern as far as the project status goes, is his pocket awareness is lacking. Mm. And I've seen mixed results of QBs being able to get better at that. But, um, honestly, like, Jordan Love, better than Justin Herbert, if you ask me. I, I would take Jordan Love over Justin Herbert. I've actually 100%. seen Jordan Love going as high as six in mock drafts and as low as, yeah. like, early second round. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, if I, I'll just say this. If Jordan Love goes in the second round, then Justin Herbert should absolutely be nowhere near the first <laughs> or second round, yeah. in my opinion. Because, he, he, like, th- this guy has a lot of talent. And if he goes to a team like late in the first or like middle of the first, like a team that doesn't need to use him right away, especially if he could sit behind like a good QB, I, I think he could be really good. I think he could be a great steal, honestly. Like he's got natural abilities and he just, the things that he needs to do to get better seem to be just learning, which is fine. I mean, he could totally do that probably. It's you know? uh, it's actually interesting because they said a number of teams are interested in love: the Dolphins, Saints, Patriots, Chargers, Packers, and Washington. Mm. And another team is the New York Jets. <laughs> Re- ah, <laughs> okay, huh? But well, you know, there's mean, always look. like smoke screens as well. Like you never know. Yeah. There's like, yeah, we're interested in this guy just to throw people up. I mean, if Jordan Love ends up falling in the draft because i mean look he came from a he's coming from a small program Mm -hmm. and you know and he is at like you know 
probably a project, right? Yeah. Um, so, but that could mean that he slips like even a couple of rounds because you know how QBs go, right? Like it's yeah. like the first round will take QBs and then nothing for like five rounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it, it's totally if he ends up like slipping a while then that would be a fucking huge steal i think like that he, he would be a great backup uh and potentially uh i think a good starter uh, in the near future now how about uh jacob eason jacob eason also better than justin herbert <laughs> actually um pretty much the only other person on this list that i would not say is better than justin herbert conclusively is um Jalen Hurts. Mm. That's the o- that's the only other person and and it's not even fair because Jalen Hurts his thing is he seems to be primarily a runner. So yeah. it, it's hard to evaluate him as a QB um as a thrower because I you know so I I, I couldn't tell you whether or not he was legitimately better or worse than Herbert but like, like Lamar Herbert, Jackson type thing. Yeah, except like nowhere near as good as Lamar yeah. Jackson, more of like He's almost like he's got like a cam kind of play style to uh, him. Like he'll he'll he'll, uh, he'll take off pretty quick if if the play breaks down. And he's not he's not that fast and he's not that big, um, but he plays like the you know like power QB runner mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I don't know, it, I, I'm not sure about Jalen Hurts. Uh, he might be good. He might be good as like a like a like a kind of gadgety kind of player. Yeah, like a swapping it out type of thing. So you know something like how. Um, how uh the saints use uh Taysom hill yeah uh he could be good in that role potentially um so eason uh good uh you know not a fantastic runner um he feels like uh like joe burrow he's got the same kind of thing like he uh uh you know good fundamentals um you know uh holds the ball too low uh, and his ball velocity is not like great like it's not it's not exactly where you want it to be but he's like you know i i'd say pretty darn good i i i wouldn't i i wouldn't rate him like like i said earlier i think straight up this has been one of the harder ones to evaluate because none of these guys stand that far apart from each other like mm-hmm. um the the only thing that i would say is significant about Eason that you would say is significant between him and like someone like Tua or Joe Burrow is that he's not a great runner. Uh, like he, he, he has a, he has bad instincts for running. Yeah. Um, but other than that, he's accurate. He's got good arm strength. He's got pretty good fundamentals. Uh, he's pretty good decision-making, pretty good pocket awareness. I mean, th- th- like solid, solid, uh, second round pick, uh, Definitely solid, like mid to late first round pick too, uh, in my opinion. Um, if you take him in those uh, in those realms, especially if you don't want to, uh, you know, someone like him to um, start right away. But at the same time, I actually think he could start right away. I think he, I think he would be fine uh, if, if he did. Um, and then Jake Frum. Um, Jake Frum seems good. I think Eason's better. Um, but he seems pretty good. Uh, he, he he's got some uh, some accuracy issues. Uh, he he misses, and the way that he misses from from the small sample size that I looked at is he tends to miss high, which is problematic mm. because if you miss high, then the ball sails right, and then 
you know, potentially turns into an interception. Yeah. Like, if you want to miss, if you're going to miss, miss low, right? You'd rather miss low than miss high and, and get that ball in play. And he, he kind of tends to um, miss high. He, he, he also doesn't have a good sense of awareness of the pocket from what I saw. Um, and he's not really a very good runner. Um, so he's more like the third or fourth round type quarterback guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say like he's he's like at pr- projecty. Yeah. yeah, like uh, but but he's got he's got promise. I mean, I, I don't think he I don't think he's bad uh, at all. Possibly like ceiling backup, yeah. in my opinion, maybe. Uh, but you know, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. And then Jalen Hurts, uh, the um. You know he he doesn't he doesn't pass a lot. He, he he's 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 a good runner. Um, he's not super fast, uh, but he's got really good vision for running. So like mm-hmm. he can he can uh, find the hole. He can see where to go. He can he can even juke people out. Like he's got some like serious uh, agility when it comes to being able to like juke defenders and stuff and like make cuts and shit. Like, cause he he's a QB that actually is straight up making cuts on the field. Like mm. I saw him do a fucking jump cut, um, <laughs> and 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 he fucking broke, uh, you know, a linebacker's ankles on one of his runs. Well, he uh he was the quarterback until he got replaced by Tua, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. In in Alabama, and then he moved to Oklahoma, right? Something like that. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um. He uh he's got some fundamentals issues, right? Like he he'll he'll backpedal a bit. Like when they it seems like when they give him the opportunity to throw, he really really wants to throw so he'll hold the ball for a while. Yeah. Um and and he'll he'll get into like backpedal shots and he's got some he's got some <clears throat> He's got some fundamentals issues. Um but I I do think that he's talented enough that you can mold him into something that would be potentially very good. Uh, even uh, even even from a passing front, I, I don't think he's a bad passer. Um, I think he's, I don't know, roughly as accurate as a guy like Herbert. Uh, probably, like, actually, he's probably he's probably slightly more accurate than Herbert. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I think he would be. Um, I think he'd be pretty good, but definitely, like, I would say, like, a project in the second round. Um, at best so i would say hard to evaluate this year and i think a lot of them are not they don't stand that far apart from one another yeah um, even at the top weird. level yeah and but that means um, i definitely think that means we're gonna get a lot of especially with the lack of scouting teams are able to do yeah uh, we're probably gonna get a lot of high quarterback picks kind of like when uh baker mayfield and sam darnold and mar jackson and all them went it is possible, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, um, I think the only two that really stand apart are Tua and uh, Joe Burrow. Um, but uh, when you got when you got guys like uh, Jordan Love in there, when you got like Jacob Eason in there, I, I think, I think you could, you could potentially have another four QBs in the in the first round. Damn, possibly, I could see it. Well, I don't think it'll happen, but it could. Yeah, I just be, uh... I feel bad for whichever team takes Herbert. In my in my opinion, like <laughs> well... he's the Wayne Haskins and the you know. The, although sounds, in fairness, uh, three sounds... years ago, yeah, sounds like a prime Miami Dolphin destination quarterback. Right? Yeah. <laughs> in fairness, three years ago, 
I described uh, Josh Allen the same way as I described Dwayne Haskins last year and the same way as I'm describing Justin Herbert this year. And so far, Justin Josh Allen has not necessarily proved me wrong in that he's shown that he can throw very effectively, but he has been successful. So, yeah, he has. You know. He's had a very good defense behind them, and he also, uh, he, I've seen him miss many throws, but he has, he does make yes, some yeah. pretty good ones. So it, I think Josh Allen's actually a pretty good comparison if we're talking like that. Yeah. Like yeah. as the, and, and, uh, you know, the highest highs maybe that he can reach. And that's the thing, right, is that like with Herbert, you don't even get, See, like, with Josh Allen, like, you get a fucking howitzer, right? Yeah. He can't hit anything, but you get a howitzer. <laughs> with Herbert, he can't hit anything, and he's, it's like a 40 million millimeter <laughs> anti-air yeah. gun, maybe, you know? It's like, uh... Um, well, that'll be interesting, because uh, I think we're all going to do mock drafts again. Because I think, what did mm-hmm. we do, like 15, top 15 last year? So we yeah, do, like, yeah, top yeah. 15 again. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, so it should be fun. Um, Sinvicta, you have power rankings. Here we go, Coach Crendor. Power rankings here on NFL.com. Power rankings, Coach. This is updated as of three days ago, Coach Crendor. Now, (laughs) actually, I take that it was seven days ago, but still, still now on to the top ten. You guys know there's been some moving and shaking. I'm yep. not going to give you any hints. Other than that, you're not going to get the top 10, starting with Coach Crendor. Actually, no, starting with Rob in alphabetical order. Go, Rob. Uh, Saints. Yep. Coach? Uh, 49ers? Yep. Robert? Ravens? Yep. Coach? Chiefs? Yep. Doing great so far. Bear? All right, he uh, passes pick on over. All right, yeah, no, that's incorrect. But uh, on to Rob. Um, Vikings. Strike yeah, one. Figure that. The coach Crendor. Oh my God, is it the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yep. That's <laughs> a good, uh, good call, coach. Good, good job. On to back to Robert. Rob, you got one strike so far. Oh boy! Um, you're missing you're missing five other teams or four other teams, something like that. All right, four or five other. Teams. So what do we got? We got the Ravens, Niners, uh, Chiefs. You've gotten Ravens, Niners, Saints. Chiefs, Saints, Rams, and Bucks. Yeah, incorrect. I wouldn't put them there either. Coach Crandor, uh, uh, Packers. Yep. Good. Robert, good. Robert, you've gotten two of the three strikes so far. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> a little bit nervous about this. Grindor, what do you think? Uh, looking through, I'd say uh, probably the... You're missing three other teams. Titans? Robert, is that your final uh, guess? Titans. Three strikes and you're out. So top to bottom, here Seahawks. we go, coach. Uh, yep, Seahawks are in there, uh, but it's too late. You've already you've already <laughs> wasted it. So All right. it's the Chiefs at number one, the Ravens sitting at two, Saints at three, Niners at four, the Packers going up to five Ooh. somehow. <laughs> uh, with the Seahawks, Bills, Eagles, Cowboys, and then the Tampa Bay <laughs> Buccaneers. Coach Crendor. Now, dude, honestly, Robert. the Bills can win the division with the 
what they got. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think they do. Honestly. Yeah. Now, Robert, this one's going to be tough for you, but I but I have faith. All I right. have faith. True or false? The New York Jets, your New York Jets, J E T S, Jets, <laughs> Jets, Jets, uh, are in the top twenty-five of the NFL Power Rankings on NFL.com Power Rankings. I will list that as a false. That is absolutely 100% correct. The Jets are sitting at the 26th spot uh, sitting here, and the write-up is this team, this is a team with a lot of holes, even though they are filled. They filled a few with a free agency. Patience is important in a lot of ways. Thank you. Thank you, Jets. So now on Coach Crendor. Coach, because we just because yep. we, we gotta know, we, we just gotta know. True or false? The Browns are rated above the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> ooh. honestly, I think the Raiders are pretty good, so I'm gonna say false. That is absolutely correct. The Raiders yeah. <laughs> are sitting at the 20th spot uh, over the Browns, who are at the 22nd spot. Oof. Uh, now and uh, this one I'll leave for the uh, I'll, we have two two questions left. First off, the fun one. This mm-hmm. this is the super fun one. <laughs> True or false? The New York Patriots the are New York still, Patriots. Or, sorry, New England Patriots are still <laughs> in the top fifteen of the NFL Power Rankings on the NFL.com Power Rankings. I'm gonna say true. I'm gonna say false. Oh shit. Well, it's a you got to come up with the same answer. <laughs> oh, you can't just say one right. answer that's, or the other. That's a great point. It's going to be. I mean, you could tell which one of us is is right and which yeah. one of us is wrong. One of you is correct. <laughs> I think I'm glad. I feel like you you took the spirit of what I meant rather than the <laughs> literal <laughs> of what I meant. Um, I don't remember I, who said who. So the Patriots are ranked at the twelfth spot. Uh, of Rob the was correct. NFL power ranking. I Rob is correct. Good job, Rob. We're all happy for you. Oh, now, you. finally, guys, because this is this is just the 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 fun one. I can't <laughs> wait for this one. True or false? The Texans are rated below the Miami Dolphins. Oof! Wow. I mean, it's got to be false, right? That's got to be false. That is a hundred percent correct. Okay. Just barely the the <laughs> Texans, the Texans are just barely above the Dolphins, who are sitting at the twenty fourth spot. With the Texans going to the twenty third spot. And that's now, literally just Deshaun Watson putting basically. Him. <laughs> yeah. Now, guys, I'm gonna you you both get your own guesses on this one. So, congrats. The fattest doink. This team has dropped. 13 spots <laughs> to land them a whole long way down. Name that team who with the fattest doink. I'm not going to tell you the position that they've that they've gone to, but uh, they have dropped 13. 13. That's the Chargers. Moment. That's my guess. I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. That is both, they are both incorrect. Oh. It is the Houston Texans <laughs> who have dropped. All right, right. yeah. Spots, that makes sense. Going yeah. from the top 10 to the 23rd spots. Yeah, bamboozled you there. You know, a using bit. logic, that would have made sense because they were just in the playoffs and now they're in the next to the Dolphins. And then finally, <laughs> if you guys, if you guys <laughs> miss this one, I quit the show forever. 
the thinnest dink, the team that has risen the highest, like the out of the ashes of Tampa Bay anything. Buccaneers. It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, <laughs> Coach Grandor, the Bucks, rising nine spots to the 10th position. They've usurped the Texans as the top 10 favorite powerful power rankings teams in the NFL power rankings, NFL power rankings. Coach Grandor, thank you to both of you. And now back up to both of you in in, in the booth. Can I just, uh, well, we're, not, we're six feet apart in the booth, by the way. Uh, oh, oh yeah. But thank, to thank be God. fair, I'm never closer than six feet to Rob. I don't do that. Who uh, wants to be, right? <laughs> yeah. By the way, I pulled I can... up the uh, NFL standings. Yep. And uh, the Los Angeles Rams new logo in those standings. Uh, just take a look at it because it doesn't look like anything. It almost looks like a gas gauge or like a metronome when you look at Wait, it from what? afar. On, is it on NFL.com? Yeah, NFL.com standings. All and right, then go down on. the NFL West teams and just look at the logos. You can see the 49er, the Seahawk, the Cardinal, but like, just look at that Ram logo. Like, what is that thing? Ram treads. Hold on, let me, let's see. Rams, 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 Rams. Oh, yeah, no, that's awful. What yeah. the it looks hell like, is that? It looks like they... Oh, right, I forgot. Yeah, they changed their logo and it looks terrible. Yeah, it's a, it's like a super soaker gun. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like, you know what it looks like? It looks like, uh, it looks like the the image that uh your local dentist would make for his business cards <laughs> yeah. and like put up on his wall or something <laughs> like that. That's that's what that looks. That's that's it's such a fucking awful. Yeah, that's it's, an awful fucking. It's logo. So bad. I asked. I asked my nephew to design my logo, and he sent me back an email saying that graphic design is his passion. <laughs> like all they had to do was just draw a ram. Just draw a ram. Just draw head. A ram. Let's get a ram. <laughs> like it's not that hard. But they're like, we gotta incorporate LA into the logo. Like, no. Right. Yeah. Just stop. So yeah, it just looks bad. God. Um, so that'll be fun to see in the draft their logo up there. As well as the Las Vegas Raiders. Be neat right, yeah, yeah, the the LV Raiders. Now. Yeah, the uh, they still have Oakland in the standings here, so it's, they haven't changed <laughs> that yet. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be it. We'll be doing our uh, NFL mock drafts for the draft on Thursday, and if it goes anything like last time, we'll be completely off. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, it'll be great. So, uh, hey, thanks for listening and watching. Uh, follow us on all the social medias. Follow, subscribe on the YouTube. Follow the things. And uh, we'll see you for draft night. Live streaming. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.